Hello everyone, welcome to Sauna Ah Hey Your boy took a month off And you're like, why did you take a month off? First of all, let me start off like this Welcome to Sauna IE I'm your host XO And the reason being I took a month off um, Just really, well my girl was like Hey, you need to take a break You've been working, 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 constantly working So you need to take a break from the podcast, from working, from grinding, just take a break off, let your mind, ease your mind, ease your body, ease the, the pressure and the tension, the stress that you be putting on yourself, putting out these episodes, writing up the episodes, um, designing the the content for these episodes, uh, promotion, the promos that I do, just really just taking a break off and really focusing on bettering myself. So the whole month of January, I just really just took off and it's been <laughs> i'm really grateful for it even though i've been itching to get back to work but i just know like hey sometimes you need that break to give your mind a break give your body a break and just really relax and be with the people around you be present in the moment and not focus on working and doing your business and everything like that so i took the month off and i'm grateful for it um Really, I've learned a lot all throughout January. I've been working on focusing on my goals and what I want to accomplish for January. And I've really been really head driven and disciplining myself on getting back in the gym as well as reading stuff I've been reading and whatnot. I'm going to discuss that later in the show, but just really just disciplining myself on reading and getting back in the gym. Your boy, man, speaking of the gym, um, it's COVID. No, I ain't gonna blame COVID. I just was out there just really eating carelessly, gained some weight, gained about like uh, 20 pounds. But I'm gonna work it off. And me seeing that is just like, it was like a wake up call. <laughs> you know, you have the wake up calls in your life. And that was just a wake up call for me like, hey, yo, it's time to get back in the gym. Stop lollygagging. Really get back on your ass. Discipline yourself and really get back to where you get where you're trying to be and stop being lazy. And that's what it came down to, just being lazy, not hitting up the gym and just making excuses. Sometimes we make up them excuses for ourselves instead of really just facing reality and facing facts. And that's what was going on. I was just making them excuses, just living, enjoying the fruits of my labor, I want to say. But now it's time to get back into it. Uh, I've been working out in January, hitting my gym, being consistent with that. Um, I'm really trying to focus on getting my meals right, get eating right. And taking the right supplements as well as sticking to my lifestyle and my diet. Because I know when it comes to eating and everything, food is like everybody's weakness. Um, but it's like we just have to find a lifestyle that suits us. Trying to be being focused on the present satisfaction versus the long-term goal, the long-term um, commitment, the the, the instant gratification we got to let go of when it comes to food, when it comes to our lifestyle, when it comes to our health. Because me personally, I'm always looking for that instant gratification. Like, yo, I wanted some sweets. I'll get some sweets right now or I'll eat this right now. But it's like, is that really helping me? Is this what I'm eating right now useful for me? Or is it just because I want it in the moment? Is it a want or is it a need? So that's what I've been deciphering um, from learning myself and just learning who I am, what I want and what I need for myself this year. So me taking January off was really a grateful blessing for myself. I've been I took January off from the podcast, but I've been doing a lot of research and learning and looking over different things, creating new um, avenues for myself, for the business and for the podcast. But first, let me give you all the quotes of 
the day. Welcome to Sana I-E. First off, my first quote is, if you live in fear of the future because of what happened in your past, you'll end up losing what you have in the present. If you live in the fear of the future because of what happened in your past, you'll end up losing what you have in the present. The past is the past for a reason. What happened last year, what happened in 2020, let it go. What happened in your past, what happened 10 years ago, five years ago, what happened uh, 30 years ago, however it is, let it go and live in the moment, live in the present. Don't fear the future. Be grateful for the future. Be optimistic for the future because the future is bright and the future is yours. The future is ours. So it's like, why not really prepare ourselves, embrace for the future? What is, like, what is there to be really afraid of? I know like in the past, I've been hurt in my past. I've been, I got my heart broken in the past. I've lost jobs in the past. I've lost money in the past. But at the end of the day, they're all lessons. They're not like regrets. They're, they help me learn how to love somebody better, how to find a job that really suits me, how to maintain and keep money, how to budget money. So it's all lessons at the end of the day. It's not something you can regret or something you can just dwell on and get caught up in. So don't fear the future because you was hurt in the past or something happened in the past. The past is just that, the past can't hold you so hold you so back from the past and regret anything because you have the presence to look forward to what's happening right now is happening for a reason it's happening for you once again the quote is if you live in fear of the future because of what happened in the past you'll end up losing what you have in the present focus on the present don't fear the future my next quote is you aren't you aren't at the end of your story yet. You're just going through a bump along the way. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> life. We all, Our life is a journey. Our life is like an autobiography. We're going through different chapters of our life. Years, I like to call chapters. Me, I'm on chapter 28 of my life. I've learned a lot with this life. Life in general. Life, life will either push you or you... Life will push you. And you'll stay down or you'll get back up and push back. And that's what life's all about. You'll go on a journey or throughout your story. There'll be bumps in the road. There'll be ups. There'll be downs. There'll be good days. There'll be bad days. There'll be times that you wish you can take back. Moments you wish you could take back. Moments you wish you can relive. But that's just all a part of life. You have to cherish each moment for what it is in that very moment, in that present time. For the, like this time right now, this moment right now that you're listening to this podcast. You gotta uh, cherish it and know that, yo, I'm listening to this podcast so I can learn how to become a better person in some 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 area of my life or some facet of my life. So you have to cherish each moment, where, whether you're learning or you're just really just reading or just sitting in silence. Cherishing that moment and learning and analyzing and knowing that this story, this journey is my journey. This story is my story. Story. There will be bumps in the road. There'll be roadblocks. There'll be hurdles. There'll be ups. There'll be downs. There'll be everything that life will bring at you. It's either you're going to push or get pushed down and stay down. So push back when life pushes you. And I'm going to elaborate that a little bit more with a book that I'm reading. But let's get, let's get, let's give y'all a brief break, man. I know I've been going on about the show about January, but I'm gonna get more in detail about what I've learned in January, the books that I've read in January, as well as the, the future of Sana I E. But I'm gonna give y'all a brief break and I'll be right back.
So, I wanted to discuss what I learned in January. A whole month of knowledge. Me, I, um, for January, for this year, for 2021, I've been focused on mainly on getting it, receiving knowledge and putting that knowledge to use. Because it's different when you just take in the knowledge and not put it to use. Um, it becomes unuseful. So I've been learning as I've been reading, listening to other podcasts and really just taking notes on everything that I've been consuming lately, as well as putting time limits on things that I've been consuming. So what I learned for January, I've been reading heavily, which I've been trying to stay disciplined on reading one to two books a month. And in January, I started reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And that book was recommended me recommended to me by my good friend Oliver. If you listen to this, shout out to you because that is a great book. Um, I'm going out of order, but let me start with Outliers. Outliers. Um, it's really written by Malcolm Gladwell. The chapter one discusses the Matthew effect. How some people are born in certain months achieve success. And it uses that example with Canadian hockey. How majority of the kids are born between the first quarter of the year january through march and they excel within what they do they excel at hockey they excel at sports so they was really giving that detail on that how they excel at sports then it transfers over to um chapter two the ten thousand hours ten thousand hours rule and I think that chapter really stuck with me simply because it broke down the Beatles and Bill Gates and what they did to acquire their stature, acquire their wealth, acquire what they needed. And that was being said, they applied themselves to their craft. They focused on the craft, even though they was not wasn't good at, at first. Uh, the Beatles were trash as fuck, <laughs> uh, but it's it's repetition that really helps us get gain success repetition over time that repetition builds the confidence it builds the craft having that repetition gives you like i said it builds your confidence and builds your craft to where you're knowing like okay eventually something's going to crack with me consistently doing this and putting that time in putting that work in and doing what you have to do to accomplish that goal or that 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 task that you that's at hand and they just fell in love with their passion just kept working at it Ten, that 10,000 hours a year which it roughly equals that I think they were saying like is three hours a day spending three hours a day on a yearly basis on your craft just working at that craft working at it working at it working at it consistently doing your giving yourself breaks within that time but consistently working at your craft doing what you do doing what you love and not focusing on the benefits of it or reaping the benefits the end goal the end benefits of it just focusing on my craft focusing on doing what I love, focusing on my passion, which is like doing that consistently. You'll notice like if you hear certain success stories or do read autobiographies, you'll learn and see that everybody's went through that 10,000 hours, 10,000 hour um, regimen. They work consistently at their craft, whether it was Kobe, RP, uh, MJ, um, uh, King Griffey Jr., Derek Dreeter, they worked 10,000 hours on their craft, consistently working. When nobody's watching, they were doing that work in, putting that work in. When people were asleep, they were up working. They got up early to work and put that time in. It's just like staying focused on your craft and your goal and not 
letting up no matter what happens. Life happens. We know life happens. But that that whole chapter just resonate, resonated with me to it's like, okay, I got to keep working, got to stay focused and got to keep staying focusing on my plan, on my mission. And me podcasting, I love podcasting. I love what I'm doing. And I'm just like, oh, I had to look back. It's like, has it been 10,000 hours for me? <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm just staying consistent with it because I love what I'm doing. And me just reading that chapter just resonated with me. Like they didn't really count the hours or the days. They just got so totally consumed and infatuated with their craft or what they wanted to accomplish. They, they didn't even look back on it. So whatever you're passionate about, whatever your craft is, whatever you want to be successful at, dedicate that time. 10,000 hours plus more. It's not going to happen overnight. But that 10,000 hours, it's it's a start. Unless the universe know, okay, <laughs> they ain't bullshitting and they really want this. So put that time in. Like I said, it starts off that 10,000 hours a year. Start is just three hours a day. Maybe I think it uh, breaks down to maybe 21 hours a week. So it's all about how you dedicate your time and that focus to what you want to do. If you want to be successful, don't worry about, don't count the days, don't count the time. Just focus on the product, focus on the craft, focus on what makes what you want to make and what you want to create and then as we got into chapter three they talk about the disadvantages of between the wealthy the middle and the poor class we all know the wealthy people have more advantage more advantages than the middle class and the poor people why is that because the certain areas they were born at the certain um culture their their upbringing and was talking about how kids from, like I said, the rich class have better advantages where they have their parents are more involved with their activities versus the middle class and the poor class. is They're not as involved in the activities with their children like it was discussing. The wealthy parents are, they put their kids in sports, musicals, um, sports, musicals. Uh, they're more in tune with their kids extracurricular activities versus some the versus the latter where they're just like all right school after school you just do what you want go play with your fun go play with your friends or do do whatever it is where they're not as involved in the child's life and one thing that re- that stuck out with me in that too was it was discussing how one parent was taking upon themselves like the wealthy parents taking upon themselves to make sure their kids are learning and their kids are doing the right work within class where the middle class and the poor class, it says it was like it's the teacher's um, obligation. <laughs> and like the teacher, ha- the teacher has a certain obligation, but it doesn't it's not fully the teacher's not fully obligated to have your child learn or receive the information that she's putting out or he or she's putting out. It's um, the job as the parent to be involved and make sure the student is learning, the child is learning, as well as getting receiving the right knowledge the right way. Because maybe we all learn differently. So applying that time with your child, let them know, hey, are you receiving this knowledge, this information the right, the right way? Or is there a different way you have to learn this? So applying that time, applying that extra five or 10 minutes, with the child is like what I've what I've seen from that is what's needed. That extra time with our child, um, being there for them, talking to them, seeing how they feel, checking on their homework, making sure they're in sports and having fun, having fun as a kid, especially during these times, man. We're going through COVID still. Let's for our let's do have the fun time, have that fun for our kids, and let the kids enjoy their youth. 
but that's just like the, the book overall which is great i'm just constantly learning from the book um I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> I ain't finished it, but I'm majority through it. But it's honestly, it's what became one of my favorite books. Once again, the book is called Outliers, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Very educational. It's really to discuss the story of success. Like I said, the 10,000 hour rule, the way that the wealthy have more advantages than the poor, um, how the wealthy parents te- uh, treat their kids and vice versa with the middle class and uh, poor people. So check the book out. It's really great. Another book that I'm really, really, just really in tuned into right now is Emotional Intelligence 2.0. It discusses your emotional intelligence, and we all have emotional intelligence. We all have our emotions. It first discusses self-awareness and self-awareness strategies. Self-awareness is the ability to accurately perceive your emotions in the moment and understand your tendencies across situations. Staying on top of your typical reactions, uh, specific events, challenges, and people. So having that awareness of your emotions, of who you are, and being present in the moment and being aware of what you're feeling, your tendencies, your emotions, and not reacting how you usually react. Just having control of your emotions, having that emotional control of, okay, I would react this certain way, but no, I know I can't react that way because that was the old me and this is the new me. So having that emotional awareness as well as the self-awareness of who you are and who your emotion, what your emotions and tendencies are, as well as it discusses self-management and self-management strategies. Self-management, what happens when you act or don't act, it's dependent on your self-awareness. It's your ability to use your awareness of your emotions to stay flexible and, and direct your behavior excuse me behavior positively this means managing your emotional reactions to situations and people managing yourself around situations and people if you're highly reactive and all always reacting take some time and be like hold yourself accountable so manage yourself it's about self-management managing yourself and this book it um divulges the self-management strategies which are fucking incredible so if you haven't read this book emotional intelligence check it out i'm only laying out the definitions of self-awareness self-management and i'm gonna lay out uh social awareness but just laying out those definitions so you know what they are and the strategies like i said are fucking awesome check them out check out the book and you really like it it really helps you out it helps you to start thinking about you and yourself and how you um act and react around other people and how other people are act and react towards you so check out the book then it discusses social awareness and social awareness strategies social awareness is your ability to accurately pick up on emotions in others and understand what's really going on with them this means perceive what others are thinking and feeling even if you don't feel the same way it's easy to ca- get caught up in your own emotions Social awareness ensures you stay focused and absorb critical information. Listening and and observing are the two most important elements in this in social awareness. So listening and observing are major keys in when it comes to social awareness because you're listening and observing others around you and the people around you. And the strategies with that are incredible too. And the last one that they discuss is relationship management. Damn. 
man. Um, and relationship management is using your emotions, using your awareness of your emotions and the emotions of others to manage interactions successfully. This ensures clear communication and effective handling of conflict. It also the bond you build with others over time. People who manage relationships well are able to see the diff- the benefit of connecting with many many different people. People even if they don't, even if they aren't fond of these people, solid solid relationships should be sought and cherished. They're the result of how you understand people, how you treat them, and how and the history you share. The weaker connection you have with someone, the harder it is to get your point across. Man. Uh, honestly i love this book um this was recommended to me if you've been listening to this uh episode like literally last year this um january last year my good friend mario reed recommended emotional intelligence 2.0 and man every chapter like i said each one of these descriptions that i laid out definitions of self-awareness uh self-management social awareness relationship management they give out the strategies to to help you work with becoming a better better in those facets so check out that book emotional intelligence 2.0 and last but not least the other book that i'm reading that i constantly read every year is rich dad poor dad and this time that i read it um some certain things stuck out with me when i was like reading chapter one i'm just to discuss chapter one because i'm barely starting this book this month but reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad really just opened my eyes to what I'm reading, especially in the first chapter. The first chapter I really love because I didn't really catch this the first time. But uh, really, Rob was discussing his upbringing with his rich dad versus his poor dad. And they started with a business. Rob and his uh, his childhood friend they started working a business i'll just <laughs> sum it up to you they started a counterfeit business and they didn't know it was illegal at the time but they started because their poor dad was like hey go start start finding a way to make money don't work for money so they did that and they poor dad was like you know no 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 this is illegal go ask your rich dad about how to make money because he owns businesses and he operates businesses and he's a boss basically he's the ceo so they got that idea. Let me let me go hire. Let me go talk to the rich dad. Rich dad basically was like, "Yo, I'll hire you five cents an hour, which is you know cheap as fuck. <laughs> uh, five hour, five cents an hour to stock the shelves on the weekend." Rob was like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to do it because I have sports on the weekend." And he was like, "Yo, take it or leave it. You can't be indecisive when it comes to making money, which is like a critic was big to me because you have to be decisive. You can't be indecisive when it comes to making decisions or." When it comes to deciding what you, you want to do, when it comes to making money, where whether it's budgeting or taking offers or taking deals, you have to low yo, be firm with the decision, not like yo, I got, I'll think about it later. Not it's either yes or no, and that really stuck with me and resonated with me because that's true, as well as so the end result. He worked. Rob works works with him for a few weeks, and then he looks back like yo, what the fuck am I doing here? Because I'm not making any money and I'm not learning how to make money. And he gets pissed off. <laughs> Basically how we all are when it comes to life and life's upbringing, life and the working with life, working a job, working a nine to five. So he got that first taste of that. And he looked back. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't me. I got to stop this. I'm not learning anything. I'm really 
stocking shelves, not making any money either. And his family looked back like, yo, what the fuck are you doing this for? <laughs> Excuse my language, but that's what they basically was thinking. So Rob was like, nah, I got to go sit down and talk to him about this. And I'm pissed off. I'm ready to quit. So <laughs> he goes, sits down and have, has the conversation with him. And the rich dad was like, yo, I've been waiting for you to get to this point. <laughs> and Rob's like, what? Yes, I'm mean, waiting to get to this point because that's how life is. Life will push you around. It's either you're going to let life push you around or you're going to push back. And some people, majority of the people, let life push them around and they don't push back. They just lay down and keep getting pushed. Keep getting pushed, keep, keep getting stuck in the rat race of the nine to five working for money instead of having money work for them. And that right there changes whole perspective. But check out the movie, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a brief break, and I'm going to be right back with Sana I-E. I just wanted to read, like, some of the the um, quotes from Rich Dad, Poor Dad that really stayed with me. Uh, the first one was his poor dad was, like, had the habit of saying, I can't afford it. The other, the rich dad would say, will forbade those words. And he insisted, I say, how can I afford it? One lets you off the hook and the other one forces you to think. By questioning, by asking the question, how can I afford it? That puts your brain to work. Your brain gets stronger every day because you exercise it. The stronger it gets, the more money you can make. So not allowing yourself to say, I can't afford it. Anything is affordable in life. Putting the brain to work, how can I afford it? And breaking it down, how can you afford it? How can I make this work? So doing that increases your brain strength. It's just like, and it also says like, it's just like proper physical exercise increases your chances for health. And a proper mental ex- exercise increases your chances for wealth. Laziness decreases both health and wealth. And that really is one of the things that stuck with me. Another one was broke is temporary and poor is eternal. Broke is temporary and poor is eternal. Remember that. Make the money work for you. This book has like so many gems. It talks about a lesson from Robert Frost, one of my favorite poems, The Road Not Taken. And then this um, another quote was money comes and goes. But if you have the education about how money works, you gain power over it and begin building wealth. That's why me, I've been learning more about financial literacy, getting my finances right and learning more and educating you guys as well. If it's your first time listening to the show, welcome to the show. I appreciate y'all tuning in. We're going to learn a lot this year, 2021, as well as a lot this season. Like I said, like I said, um, I'm learning a lot, doing a lot of reading. Um, I want to hear what books are you guys reading this month or what books are you guys reading this year? And let me know uh, what lessons you've learned from that book um, last month. Um, within January of the lessons you've learned from January. Uh, another quote from the book that I've received was, if you can't make up, which I was d- discussing earlier about making up your mind decisively. If you can't make up your mind decisively, then you'll, learn, you'll never learn to make money anyway. Opportunities come and go. Being able to know when to make quick, quick decisions is an important skill. Can be indecisive when it comes to making money or just indecisive in life. Um, the last few ones, then we're going to get on to the next topic. Um, the next one is, if you learn life's lessons, you would do well. 
If not, life will just continue to push you around. People do two things. Some just let life push them around. Others get angry and push back. But they push back against their boss or their job or their husband or wife. They do not know it's life that's pushing them. Damn. That, that was I love that one. That's why I like highlighted that. Another one is it talks about life again. Life pushes pushes us all around. Some give up, others fight. A few learn the lesson and move on. They welcome life pushing them around. To these few people, it means they need and want to learn something. They learn and move on. Most quit and a few fight. And the last one that, that's like really, really great. It is discusses, or if you're the kind of person who has no guts, you'll just give up every time life pushes you. If you're that kind of person that if you're that kind of person, you'll live all of your life playing it safe, doing the right things, saving yourself for some event that never happens. Then you die a boring old man. You have lots of friends who will really like you because you are such a nice, hardworking guy. You spent a life playing it safe doing the right things but the truth is you let life push you into submission deep down you were terrified of taking risks you really wanted to win but the fear of losing was greater than the excitement of winning deep down you and only you know why you didn't go for it damn and i highlighted that highlighted that one because i was like really deep and i feel like that happens a lot in life that happens every day life pushes you around and some people really just give up and quit and just like, oh, oh life wins and I'll just go on about my day. But you can't do that. You have to really sit down and analyze your life and where, what you've done up to this point in life. You can't let life push you into submission. You can't be afraid of taking risks. Life is about risk. Life's about an experiment. So you got to take the risk in life and not really hold yourself down or hold yourself back because of the fear of losing. We all have lost in our life. But you got to let the fear of losing go and be more enthralled by the um, excitement of winning. The winning has come. The wins, you just have to have confidence in yourself and focus on the wins. The wins are there. Take the risk that in life. If you like play, been playing to safe your whole life, take some risk somewhere. Risk, take a calculated risk. I've discussed that in my episode. If you haven't heard my episode with uh, Free, the artist, he, t- he talks about taking risks with his life and taking risks the risks that he's taken. Life's about risk, but take the calculated risk. And uh, sometimes you have to take the uncalculated risk too. But it's all about taking the risk and not playing it safe, not playing yourself into submission. Man, I'm going to give y'all a brief break and I'm going to flip to my next topic, which is something else I've learned this month. And I've been doing the, in the month of January, which is meditating on non-reactivity. I'll be right back with Son of A. Quick, 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 quick. If you're loving the show so far, if you're grateful for the show and you want to leave a review, leave a review on the show, leave a five-star review or any type of review that you want of the show, I greatly appreciate it. Share this with a friend. Subscribe to the show if you haven't subscribed. Send this around. Let's all uh, spread the awareness and spread the word about the show. Uh, tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell your Twitter mates, tell your, tell your people on IG, tell your Facebook people. Spread the word about the uh, podcast. I greatly appreciate it. I'll be right back.
we back and we back and we back i wanted to discuss a little bit of uh we still in what i learned in january and everything this was this whole episode is about everything i've learned in january as well as what's coming up for this season this is is season five episode one of sanai and i just wanted to discuss like i said what i've learned um in january and where we're headed what's the plans for sanai in 2021 so meditating i love meditating me personally i've been working on meditating twice a day i've recommended the calm app if you haven't used that check that out the calm app i really highly recommend um i see a lot of people are using headspace too but just any meditating app i highly recommend using it get in touch and in tune with your inner self your inner thoughts and how you feel with your emotions and yourself versus just um going about your days unplanned unstructured know who you are and feel yourself get in tune with yourself with yourself even if it's like five minutes or ten minutes just do that and get more connected with who you are and get connected with your emotions so this month i've been well last month i say this month last month either way january i've been meditating on non-reactivity it's a 21 day meditation and I'm just going over the first four days, which is really what the ones that really hit me. The first one is meditating on body sensation, observing your body, but not really having any reaction to how you feel. Just observing if it was tightness, if it's sore, if you're feeling cool, calm, collected, just being aware of the sensations within your body. Then day two is working with the sound, the sounds around you and not reacting to the sounds, the birds chirping the wind the cars um the horns um dogs barking just not being reactive to the sound just being aware of the sounds around you then it flips to day three non-reactivity to to thinking your non-reactivity to thinking your thoughts so observing your thoughts and don't question your thoughts we all have thoughts me i'm an overthinker i'm always thinking the thoughts So, so it's just observing your thoughts and not overthinking them too much and really just being a conscious and aware of your thoughts and what is in your mind. Let me give you a brief break. What? No, 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 no. Let's flip to the fourth one. That can that call can wait. Uh, the fourth one would be emotions. We all have emotions and emotions is the biggest one. And really staying aware of your emotions and not really letting your emotions dictate or being reactive to what are you what you're feeling at the time. Feel that emotion, observe that emotion, be aware of that emotion, but don't react to that emotion. So that's what I've meditated on. That's just the first four. Like I said, I highly recommend y'all checking them out, checking out the non-reactivity, um, not reacting to the different meditation, the different things in life that causes causes a reaction. But let me give y'all a brief break and I'll be right back with Sana I-A. February 2021, season five, episode one. Damn, man. Can y'all believe it's been five seasons? I'm really grateful for like the journey. Like, it's not about the destination, it's the journey, it's the grind, man. And I just love the whole grind of podcasting where it's whether I'm writing up a script for the show. Um, editing and producing the show or promoting and designing um content for the show it's just like the whole grind of it I love like every like moment of it because I know it's like this is what I love doing so I'm like love the journey 
love the love the journey not don't worry about the destination the destination you'll reach regardless if you just stay and focus on the journey so the journey the grind is all worth it man trust me the grind is just all worth it putting that time in learning learning your skill learning your craft putting those ten thousand hours in just really just focusing and honing in on your craft meeting with new people networking with new people it's just like it's lovely and it's inspiring and it's motivating because you're like i say you're meeting new people i met so many people in um last month and just really networking with them about my podcast um talking to really different graphic designers web designers and just different people learning their stories learning their journeys and just really knowing it's like it's all about the journey it's not the destination the destination is like once you get to the destination you're like fuck what's the next journey and that's really what it is too because once you get to that destination once you get to that success point it's like all right what's next and that really hit me on a movie that i've seen this past weekend soul on disney plus if you haven't seen it go check it out and that's really resonating because he was so infatuated with his destination that he failed to realize the journey that it took to get to the destination his love for music that really took him to where he wanted to go so check out the movie soul that's just a (laughs) a quick gem that i dropped in but check out the movie soul and the whole theme and storyline behind that movie is great if you've seen it let's talk about it but just really just loving the journey and not the destination. We all gonna love the destination, but the journey, the grind is all worth it. The blood, the sweat, the tears, the lessons, the heartbreaks, the ups, the downs, the broke times, it's all worth it. Trust me. But let's get on with the plans for Sanae. <laughs> season five. What, what you got planned for season five? Uh, season five. Well, I'm working on editing... I'm working on and editing of my website as well as looking for web designer. I've been talking to different web designers, but I want to figure out how I want to how I want my website to look. So that's what I've been working on and really just discussing with different website web designers, getting quotes and really focusing on that as well as well, we officially in LLC. Uh, Sanai LLC is official and that. I'm learning more about it, learning about the LLC aspect and learning more of where I want to go with Sanai in general. It start off as a podcast, but my vision is bigger than the podcast. So I had to get all my paperwork in order for the journey and <laughs> where I'm headed. So like I said, officially became an LLC and I'm really grateful for it. And I'm learning more and more about the business side and just business in general, as well as the direction I want to go for with Sanai, the podcast. Season five, I'm doing interviews. I'm interviewing different people that I've met throughout my life, throughout last year, 2020, and people that I've met this year and just interviewing them about, like I said, their journey, interviewing them about their career, any adversity they face, their plans for this year, how 2020 affected them, and um, as well as what uh networking with other podcasters and creators so really just planning interview i'm doing a lot of interviews throughout this whole season i'll be interviewing people then i'll have episodes like this where i'll discuss what i've learned what i'm planning my plans and just really 
getting more information out for y'all, interviewing people and really educating us and on different topics. Y'all already know in March, I have March for mental health. So I have a lot of mental health advocates, a lot of mental um, people, mental health lovers, people that's really in that um, that field, the psychologists, psych, um, psychologists, psychotherapists. Um, I can't think of the, a few more, but I'm gonna have all them on the episode in March too. So be on the lookout for March for mental health. I'm having a lot of a lot of big things going on, and um, it's really just taking it one day at a time. Because even though I have big plans, like I said, it's really focusing on on the journey, getting everything in order for March. Even though it lasts a month away, but staying focused on what I have to accomplish in February so I can get to March. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all rocking with me, rocking with the show, rocking with Sanai, rocking with us. Like I said, the website's coming up. Check out the Facebook group, um, Sanai Family. I'm still working on that, creating that, and learning how the Facebook groups work. So check us out. Tell us, tell a friend about it. We all got Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Sanai Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Sanai Podcast. Just follow up on any social media platform to be on the lookout for new deals. Um, the new website I'll uh, announce probably on Twitter. As well as on here too, but as well as if you want to get on our emailing list, let's leave an email, write it in the um, write it in the reviews, or as well at me on any pl- sign up, um any social media platform or what else? What else? What else? Email me. Email Sanai Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Get on the email list so I can add you to the email list. I got surprises for y'all with that, but I greatly appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all tuning in to the episode. I'm going to give y'all that last break. And I'm going to hit y'all with the recap. Appreciate y'all tuning in to Sana I.E. Recap. Man, I just want to thank y'all. Thank y'all for the continuous support, the continuous promotion, the continuous love, admiration. I just want to thank y'all. Without y'all, this podcast is impossible. Without y'all constantly listening, supporting, sending to a friend, subscribing, leaving reviews, the new listeners, I appreciate y'all tuning in, giving the podcast a shot. And I just know, man, we we all we're all on a journey. All of our journey is different, and I just want to thank y'all for being a part of my journey. If you uh, want to be a consistent listener, thank you. If this is a one-time listening, thank you for tuning in for the show. Appreciate you. If you think uh, this ain't my podcast, but you can send it to somebody, send it to, send it to somebody who you think it will help. I'll greatly appreciate appreciate that myself. But it is February, man. Hope y'all staying focused on y'all goals and what y'all want to plan, what y'all have planned for this year. It's 2021. Don't let the time go by. Go by. I know January blew by, it seems like, but really stay focused on yourself, discipline yourself, hold yourself accountable for what you need to accomplish, what you want to accomplish, write out your goals, write out that monthly budget, that weekly budget, do them check-ins with yourself, check in with yourself, see how you are mentally, see how you are physically. If you don't like meditating, I highly recommend meditating, but if you don't like meditating, do something that's for yourself, that involves self-care and helping yourself um, grow within these times, getting to know yourself better, as well as keeping control of your emotions, controlling your emotions, controlling your reactions, controlling your actions as well. And really thinking and analyzing everything, but not overanalyzing everything. But I'm going to hit you with a recap. 
We started off with the quotes of the day. My first quote is, if you live in fear of the future because of what happened in your past, you'll end up losing what you have in the present. Don't fear the past. Don't fear the future. Don't, don't, (laughs) future, (laughs) future. The future is what it is. It's unpredictable. The past is already set and the present, like they say, is a gift. So be present in the moment. Be present with what you have. Versus being afraid of giving your all because of something that happened in the past, a past regret that's holding you back. My next quote is, you aren't at the end of your story yet. You are just going through a bump along the way. My favorite quote, what I always like telling myself, my current situation is not my final destination. If you know that for yourself, that whatever you're going through right now is in your current situation, you know that this too shall pass. Then embrace where you're at right now. Embrace the moment. Embrace the storm that you're in. But no, this is just a small bump in the road. And it's trying to teach me something. Remember, life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. Then I discussed what I learned in January. Reading these books really got me in a whole, my mind really thinking and racing. Like I said, um, I was reading Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Check that out discussing and like i said that discusses social awareness self-awareness self-management uh relationship management everything that we need to function in society so check that book out emotional intelligence 2.0 then i'll discuss outliers the story of success how the how the successful did it how the beatles did it how bill gates did it what did they do what steps did they take well (laughs) that book details it all And like I said, my favorite chapter in that book is chapter two, the 10,000 hour rule, discussing dedicating 10,000 hours to your craft and not really focusing on the destination, just really focusing on the journey and loving the journey, loving them long nights, early mornings, loving the times where you got to wake up early and really go put that time in loving those, like I said, late nights, early mornings. It's life. It's a part of your entrepreneur journey. It's part of your career. It's part of the path. It's part of passion. So check out the book Outliers and let me know what you think. As well as one of my favorite books that everybody recommends reading, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. One of the great books. I love it. Like I said, I read that book every year and it's teaching me me something new every time I read it. And I flip to what I learned about meditating on non-reactivity, meditating on body sensations. We all have sensations within our body. Observing your body and knowing how you feel but not reacting to it working with sound we all have all these sounds around us you ever took the time to pause and really just see what sounds are around me and observe and aware of everything that's around me that's going on what about your thoughts we have thoughts me like i said i'm overthinking i'm overthinking constantly so sometimes it's good just to observe the thoughts for what they are actually and ask yourself is it is this thought useful for me if it's not just let it go let it float by also with that, I was, um, if you, I know we all got Netflix, check out the show Headspace on Netflix. It gives you an introduction to meditating and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> then it, the, um, meditating on non-reactivity with your emotions. We all have emotions. We all have to be aware of them, but we all have to take the time to not react, hold ourselves back and just like, Hey, this doesn't need a reaction right now. Maybe I just need to think about what I'm about to do. And maybe I don't need to react. Maybe I need to just stay present in the moment and just calm myself down. So check out meditating. Meditating, I highly, highly recommend. Then the plans for Sinai, 
we get it's interview season people season five and i'm interviewing different people different people within their careers the fields the adversities the ups the downs just everything they go through interviewing them and saying all right what makes you tick or what do you think about what's going on in the world right now what do you think your plans are what do you think your plans are what do you know your plans are what do you have planned just different things like that picking the brain if there's any questions that y'all want me to ask any interviewers let me know because i will ask you know i like getting down to the nitty-gritty and first up on the list um i'm gonna have an interview with my good friend veronica i'm a joy she's a businesswoman a cancer survivor the author and creator of real her daily and i just want to interview her and what what brought out to me besides her being a businesswoman i didn't know was i'm gonna get to that on the next show but i appreciate y'all tuning in to sana i have a great day share this with a friend send it to a friend like subscribe review the show let me know what you think i'll be back with y'all soon we out